when I first met Mr. Davis in 1970, the first book that I was given and my first exposure to him was that book, How You Can Use your, the Technique of Creative Imagination. And I read that and I thought, wow, this is perfect. And of course, everything, it makes so much sense. And it's like, I, why didn't they teach me this in high school, you know? And it sounded so good and it felt so good. So I thought, well, you know, this sounds really good, but I've also heard many things in my life that sounded really good. And if this is true, if what he's saying is true, then we should be able to test it. I mean, if it's a law, and this is what's said, is that creative imagination is a law of consciousness. And that means, a law means that it's something that you should be able to work with and to understand. And so, and so I began to experiment with creative imagination to learn if it was true and to, to demonstrate for myself how it worked. And so I began, and, and for those of you who have not read this or not haven't been exposed to creative imagination, the really short version is whatever picture, whatever image we hold in mind and consciousness, so whatever we can imagine, and I mean, this is part of our uh, wonderful ability, is the ability to imagine things that don't exist to conceptualize of things that don't exist and to imagine how would it be. And so we imagine a scenario, an image, something that implies the success of whatever it is that we're desiring. And then along with that, we have the feeling. And the feeling is the feeling that it's done, that it's finished, that it, that it exists now. Not the feeling that it's on the way, but rather the feeling that it exists right now, right here. And so we have the mind, the image, and the feeling, the heart, and we bring these two together. And when these two come together and we rest in that awareness, then we have created a pattern, a blueprint, through which the infinite energy of the universe has to flow because it is in our consciousness and our consciousness is part of mass consciousness, is part of God consciousness, okay? Not separate. So we create this picture, this image, very clear, very detailed as much as possible, and the feeling that it's done. Uh, so we can, and, and I advise that you actually, you know, play with this in little ways. You don't, you know, you can learn how this works because it's perfect, it works all the time. Um, we can do small things and then we can do bigger things. And and so I tested it. I could I could sit here for hours and explain one thing after another after another that I use creative imagination for. Um, you know, I wrote down my list as he recommended in the book. I wrote down the list of things. Some were very practical, some were spiritual, you know. Um, and then I observed without forcing, without pushing, without being anxious, I observed that if I just did that process and had the vision and had the feeling that it was done, that the order was placed, that, uh, that it would unfold, and it did. It always did. This never failed. Sometimes it takes a little longer than others, but this is, this is a law of consciousness. So if we can picture it and feel it, then it will come. And I can even remember things like uh, when I was about 15 years old, I can remember being out in front of my father's house. In those days, we had 
some little hand clippers that we had to use to go around and edge the grass. So we had a, so I remember being out there on the, in front of the house, on the street, on my hands and knees, in the hot sun on a summer day, clipping, clipping, clipping. And this is not the thing a 15 year old boy really wants to do, but you know, it's a chore. And as I'm doing this, the neighbor down the street who was about four years older than me drove by in his 1957 black ninth Corvette with the top down. And I just looked at that, you know, I stopped clipping and I just looked at that and I thought, wow, you know, it just doesn't get any better than that for a 15 year old. And so later on, when I was 19, circumstances conspired to make it available that I could buy a 1957 Corvette. So, and it was like, I had to have this, you know? So, and I did not remember the connection with the time back when I was 15. I didn't think about that until years later when I started reading Creative Imagination. But I could see exactly where that impulse got printed, where that, where that order was placed. I could see it clearly, I could feel it, and it was, we let go. So in this process, you will find that you're able to uh, literally allow the universe to supply you with whatever it is that you need. If you can see it clearly, have the feeling that it's done. And the feeling that it's done, um, you know, it's, it can be a little challenging. You need a car, you, you do your creative imagination, you imagine, well, I want to, you know, this, this kind of a car, this color, and it's my car, and I can imagine myself sitting in the car, driving down the road with the window down and the wind on my face, and I've really got the picture. I really have the image, and it's my car, and it feels wonderful. And, and so then, you know, that's done. We've, we've just ordered up, our, seen our new car, and had the feeling that of the ownership, and we're so happy to not have to be car shopping anymore. It's done, and, and so, we, you know, we live in that awareness and we let it go. And then the next day you go out and you look in the driveway and there's no car. This is where creative imagination, this is where the challenge comes. And the challenge is that we have to just live in the awareness that the universe is providing what we need, bringing us what we need in the right time and the right way. So when I go on Amazon and I order a book, you know, I order that book and uh, push the button, it says buy now, my credit card's in there, and and they say, congratulations, you have ordered this book and we'll ship it to you pretty soon. And then I get up the next day and I don't have this book. It's not here. So do I have to go back to Amazon and order it again? No, it's on the way. I know it's on the way. I don't have to keep ordering the same book over and over and over again. You let it go. You just live in the awareness. I know I own that book. And, uh, you know, it's going to show up in its right time. I, I have no control over that. But I also don't have to be anxious about whether it's going to work or not because it's coming. So in the same way, our creative imagination, we, we live in the consciousness that it's done. It's a done deal. So this is, you know, this is basically how creative imagination works. The important question is, Okay, so I become a master of creative imagination and I'm able to, you know, manipulate my experience and my reality so I can have whatever I want and do whatever I need to do and, and make my way in the world. Well, 
what happens if I order things that are not good for me? What happens if I create experiences and things attract stuff to me that creates problems? Because I can do that. Creative imagination does not have any filter on it. There's nobody checking to make sure whether you're doing the right thing or not. It's a law. It's like gravity. You know, you step off the roof, you're going to hit the ground. You use creative imagination to feel and ima to feel and imagine something, and it's an order. You 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 ask the universe to supply this to you, and so, and so I learned because I did practice this a lot, and I became very adept at uh, understanding how it worked and observing it working, and I also learned along the way that I could order things up for myself that were not good for me. That I could create, using creative imagination, I could create things that, that became problematic, that were challenging, you know? So, so what happens is, what happened for me, and, and, and what can happen for you, is that we use creative imagination generically. So I don't know what's best for me. I don't know, you know, what the karma is and the conditionings. I can, I mean, I have ideas. I have imagination. I have a, you know, a sense that, wow, this would be the great thing to do. But I've had that sense that this would be the great thing to do in the past. And it turned out to not be that great. It turned out to create big problems. So when I come to the place now, I say, uh, I, I treat myself generically. And that is I envision, I imagine myself in my right place that my environment is supportive and nurturing, that I am offered, that I have the opportunities to serve, that everything that I need is provided for, and that all the, uh, all the opportunities for service and fulfillment through this action is provided for. And so, so I just feel myself to be in my right place, for the world to be working harmoniously, for me to be doing what I'm supposed to be doing, living in dharmically, that is to, to live on in harmony with my purpose. And, and I live in that feeling and that awareness that that's what's happening. So now I don't have to be controlling and manipulating uh, based on what my idea is. All I do is just say, you know, my life is perfect. Everything's working the way it's supposed to. And thank you very much, you know, thank you God. Uh, and let's keep on, let's move on from here. So we don't have to be, you know, pushing things around. And we find that from that attitude with that consciousness, things just tend to work out. We are led to the right connections and the right opportunities. Uh, you know, we, we, you know, we meet the right people. We take the right courses. Uh, you know, we accept the right job. We move to the right place. All these things you know, they, they become part of this harmonious unfolding process. And that's not to say that we don't, don't have challenges. It's not to say that we don't still have things to deal with. We do. You know, this is part of being on the planet, being, being alive on the planet. But the challenges that come, we also have the means to deal with. So in our life, we have the ability to handle whatever life may bring to us, whatever opportunities we're, uh, we're given. And so along the way, things tend to, life tends to be uh, smoother. We tend to be able to not react and not uh, find ourselves constantly being pushed around by circumstances and events outside of ourselves. But rather, we stay grounded in our self-awareness and grounded in the knowledge 
that the universe is supportive and nurturing and that we've lined ourselves up with it as much as possible. So we have our own little prayer. You know, every morning I wake up and I say, thank you. Thank you. I have another day. It's a blessing. It's a gift, this life. And I appreciate it totally. And I also uh, ask myself to be reminded of what is it that I can do today to provide a useful service. So this is how, I mean, before I get out of bed, before I, my head leaves the pillow, I'm already thinking in those terms. How can I serve? How can I make a contribution, you know, do something useful to pay for my, for my opportunity to have this grand adventure? You know, we can start off that way. And then uh, recently I was reading about the Vimalananda and he, he, he was doing the same thing. I thought that's cool. Um, but he also was saying that uh, today may be the day that I die. And so I need to be prepared for that. So we never know, you know, never know how much time we have, never know how much time we have. So we need to make, you know, take care of what we need to take care of while we can. And that's one of the quotations that I have written on my wall and downstairs. It says, it's a quotation from Mr. Davis. It says, life is short. So pay attention to, to what you need to do while you can do so. Take care of the useful things. And so, you know, this, we, can, we can do that. So that was a long story about creative imagination, but a very useful uh, tool, a very useful thing to be aware of. And it's the ultimate uh, ideal is to be able to use creative imagination to bring ourselves into awareness, to bring ourselves into being awake, to bring ourselves into moving in harmony all the time to seeing the events and circumstances of our life being designed by this in, innate intelligence that has our back. It has our best interest all the time. And if we find ourselves in experiencing challenges, we can go, okay, well, I guess maybe there's something else I need to learn and I'll deal with this. And in the process, I'll be a little smarter and and hopefully won't have to deal with it again. So we, we can continue to learn and grow and have this amazing adventure.